Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Anita Chat. I hope you are doing well. I am so over the moon excited to catch up with you today. It feels like it's been a bit. And if you haven't noticed, that's because we are officially moving to an every other week schedule. I don't know if I formally announced it. I think I did mention that I was contemplating things like name changes and a rebrand and a this and a that. And this was also on the table. I want to let you know that I've firmly made a decision. It wasn't an easy decision for me to come to just because I do love podcasting so much. I really, really enjoy it. And it's a bit of a a shift for me to not show up every week, but I'm doing this so that I can show up for all these other beautiful things that are on my horizon that I just simply need to make time and space for. And I don't want to be burnt out. I want to show up with integrity and alignment and feeling really energized by all the beautiful work that's ahead of me. So That is a decision that I've made. We're moving to every other week. Um, You'll recall that I was also contemplating, as I mentioned, a name change. I'm still open to hearing name changes. So if you guys have any suggestions, please throw them my way. Uh, Long story short, over the summer, I was contemplating a rebrand that actually involved like trademark lawyers and all sorts of other really complicated stuff. And while I'm still very interested in having that name in particular, and I will share maybe some of that backstory about that. But also having said that, I don't hate Anita Chat. I just feel like it's harder for people to really like come across the name and understand what this podcast is about. And if I'm all about creating that impact and growing a community, which is entirely why I show up here, uh, you know, I don't get paid for this. This is a lot of time and energy, you know, that kind of thing. Um, It's just truly about holding on to a vision and, and wanting to inspire change and being that thought leader. And, you know, if having a different name allows me to make that bigger impact that I'm willing to consider it. But for the first time in my life, I kind of don't mind it. And it's cute and quirky and it has to do with my name, Anita, which is weird because I've never really loved my name or even identified with my name. In fact, this wasn't even supposed to be my name. That's another funny backstory, right? Child of uh, immigrants in Canada, you know, when my beautiful parents had decided my name was supposed to be Shivani. And when they went to go, when my dad went to go register my name with, uh, I don't know, wherever you go to register your name, get a birth certificate, whatever, whatever, he put down Anita and he came home and he basically said, hey, by the way, I know we agreed on this name, but we're naming her Anita. And that's because it's easy to spell. It's easy to pronounce the way people will have an easier time with it. So this wasn't even supposed to be my name. And here it is. You know, it works really well with a podcast. So for once, I'm loving it. (laughs) And so I'm thinking it ain't all that bad. But anyways, if you have any ideas about that name, bring them over to me. Uh, because we were doing it every other two weeks, I did miss last week intentionally, of course, but it was also Canadian Thanksgiving. So if you know, you know that I'm based in Canada. We just celebrated Thanksgiving last Monday. So I wanted to express my sincere gratitude to you, dear listener, for just showing up, for being here, for showing up every day, for being who you are, giving me all the love and support, especially, 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 especially when it comes to my book, for which is kind of what I want to share. A lot of stuff, a lot of pivotal life moments happened for me last week. 
Um, so not only was Monday Thanksgiving, Tuesday was our official book launch date. So I'm officially a published author as of last Tuesday. It's one week. Pinch me. That's something that's off my bucket list. I'll be very honest with you. It felt feels really surreal to say like I'm a published author and it feels very like hoity-toity almost. But my day-to-day was really very much the same, especially on Tuesday, which is kind of like this big monumental day. Uh, but it was really cute. The co-authors and I, we did get together uh, virtually to celebrate our launch. And that was really adorable. Uh, Wednesday, I got news that not only am I a published author, but I'm a best-selling published author. So yes, I knew that my book was pretty awesome. But now I can officially say that I am not biased and I have a bestseller on my hands. I'm so incredibly wowed by that. Uh, totally surpassed all of my expectations. So again, Monday, Thanksgiving, Tuesday, published author, Wednesday, best-selling published author, yo. And then Thursday, I get to actually see and hold my copy of the book in my hands. And so the week leading up to that, I had pre-ordered my copies a long, long time ago. Lots of copies at that. Um, And as you know, I am selling those copies. So if you're interested in getting your hands on a copy of The Lighthouse Project, you can get it through Amazon or you can get it through me, www.anitarombo.com forward slash book. If you order through me, you're supporting me more directly. And you also get your hands on some delicious bonuses that are just additional tools and resources and tokens of my love and support and gratitude for you. So anyways, um, again, just didn't feel real until I held that book in my hands. And leading up to Thursday, it was pretty frustrating, I must say, when all of my co-authors, you know, every single day for like weeks before would just kind of say, hey, guess what came in the mail today? And, you know, everyone would have a moment. We'd celebrate. We'd all be super excited. But I was the last author standing without a book in my hands. And I was like, oh, my God, is this is this book lost in the mail sometime? Like, when is this actually coming? I was afraid to even leave our house to go celebrate out of town for Thanksgiving with family because I was like, what happens if it comes while we are gone? You know, these are a lot of books and I don't want them to get rained on and all that kind of stuff. So lo and behold, they came on Thursday. So Thursday was yet another monumental day, the day where I first actually laid hands, touched my book, felt my book, my best-selling book. Um, That was pretty awesome. If you are on IG, you can find me at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at Anita Rombo. You would have seen this cute little video of me unboxing and having my moment. Uh, You know, it's only time. Um, And so that was pretty awesome. And then on Saturday morning, I had the luxury of making my favorite coffee, staying in bed a little bit longer and really savoring the book and reading my chapter again. And can I tell you, there was a lot of imposter syndrome. As stuff really got real, like, oh, my God, your book is going to be out in the world. Part of me just a coward and, and started feeling like needing to pull back and stay small. And I think it's just me taking a leap, me taking a leap and achieving something that I've never done before. And, you know, just all of those egoic fear-based thoughts that kind of come in that are very natural. So I'm sharing that with you again, just to share with you the behind the scenes and to keep it real and authentic, but also, you know, to show you that it is possible to feel this way, even when you coach people for a living to stay out of it. And when you've gone through this millions of times and you know how, and you know why it happens, it happens, you know, how to show yourself grace and just know that this too shall pass. So here I am talking about my book, talking about all the great things that happened last week. And now 
Now, when I see those, you know, three cardboard boxes full of really heavy books that are like literally centimeters on the inside of my front door because they're so heavy to move, I get to share them with the world. I am making plans to visit people that live close to me and personally hand deliver those babies to you. I'm so excited. Uh, And for those of you that live a little bit further, I am infusing those books with just as much love and gratitude as I'm signing them every night. In fact, I've created this beautiful ritual that's literally two nights old because that's how long I've had my books, but I'm loving it. Um, So every day what I'm doing is just picking a handful of books from those big boxes, taking them upstairs into my happy place, my office, which is infused with such beautiful energy and crystals and all that type of stuff. And every night right before I go to bed, my gratitude ritual is me actually picking up each and every single copy of that book, holding it with so much love and gratitude, and then writing your personalized message and getting it ready to go to the mailbox and then plopping it in the mail during the lunch hour the next day. So that's how I'm making my way through all of those books. Uh, The first shipment of books actually went out into the mail today. So people, keep an eye out on your mailbox. It's coming soon. And in the meantime, I will be showering those bonuses your way. So once again, if you want to get your hands on a a copy of the book, www.anitarombo.com forward slash book. I actually only have about 40 books that are unspoken for right now, which again, blows my mind. But if we need to, we can always order more. That's not a problem. So don't let that stop you. Definitely get out and get that book. It's a bestseller, yo. Uh, Also, I thought maybe I would talk a little bit more about my story. I know we've talked about the book itself and what it stands for and how it found me and why I felt like it was a good alignment with me. Um, I shared a little bit about kind of my story, but I wanted to talk about the kind of people that might resonate with this story. Now, keep in mind, there's many other stories. Maybe you can see yourself in this and you might be called to this book because of what I'm about to share. But Really, what I think when I think of who this book or who my story in particular would serve, I think of two different groups of people. I think of a group of people that might consider themselves as planners, high achievers, perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, um, overachievers, type A kind of people, very driven, very ambitious. The type of people that have a vision, they have this like, I want to do this with my life or, you know, this is what it should look like. And they've carefully curated their life. They've methodically, you know, each step has been in service of this vision or this identity, whether this identity is this is what motherhood should look like or this is what work-life balance should look like when I have little kids or this is what it should look like when I be X, I want to be X when I grow up, whatever it is for you, right? Having that vision, having that identity um, and possibly really holding it so tightly and creating a life around that vision, around that dream, around that goal and getting there and realizing, okay, I got it. Oh, this is awesome. Like, yay me, did it. And flip, this sucks. Like this bites, this does not feel good to me and all the energy is all off. I never in a million years thought that my dream would feel like this. Now what? Right. And maybe like me, you're well into your 40s when this happens and you're like, this wasn't a small investment of time, money, effort, energy, resources. This was all I ever knew. And this is nothing that I want. And when you come to that realization, whoa, it's heavy stuff. In fact, you know, not only have I been there through it, 
this is a lot of what I work with with my clients on, right, is really creating that life that is in alignment with you. Because so many of us waste our time thinking that this is what I want and finding that it's maybe not your dream. Maybe it's what somebody else wanted, or maybe it's what a prior evolution of you wanted, but you're not that same person anymore. Or maybe you just needed to get to this point to get the clarity that it's not what you want. But then when you have that clarity, what do you do with it? You feel really lost. You feel really stuck because here you are. And it's like, do you just keep going because you've just put all this time, effort, and energy? Like, what do you do? Or do you pivot? Like, what are you pivoting to? Do you have a plan B? Like, is is plan B even possible? That is really the situation that I found myself in. That is the story that I share. And again, this is something that I know resonates with so many people definitely resonated with me enough for me to write this book, but it also resonates with so many of my coaching clients, right? We, especially as women, are very hardworking. And I think especially in our society and in the the Western world, a lot of our identity is focused on what are we going to be when we grow up? And from a very young age, we're you know forced to make choices even academically in terms of what our majors are going to be, et cetera, et cetera. Our commitment to that dream and that vision and an identity is is almost an expectation that we know from a very early age and that we work towards. So that would be like kind of one group of people that might resonate with my story in particular. The second group of people, I think, would be those people that, again, have this carefully curated vision or identity, have worked really hard to build this vision of their life, only to have it taken away from them. What do you do when you work so hard to create a your dream life or, you know, this life and in the blink of an eye, it's gone. How do you reestablish yourself, your idea of self, your idea of worth? Um, How do you come to terms with acceptance and healing and self-discovery of who you are beyond this identity? Because we are all more than just being a mom. We are all more than just being an employee than an entrepreneur, a CEO. We're all more than all of those superficial labels and titles that we place on ourselves. And again, that was a journey that I really had to go through. And that is a journey that I really have the privilege and honor of supporting people through. So if you can relate to any of those two stories, then you will probably relate to my chapter. And I can't wait to hear what you think of it. So definitely drop me a line, shoot me an email, do whatever you need to, but get in touch with me. That would be really awesome. And so before we sign off, I thought I would share a quote from my chapter in particular today. And it goes a little something like this. We spend our lives looking outside ourselves for belonging, acceptance, worth, and love when it is inside us all along. Sending so much love, my friends. I'll see you in two weeks. Bye for now.